Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. I'm John, aka the Wolfer. Oh no, don't wolf. <laughs> it is Wednesday. Wait, is it? Yep, it is Wednesday, March 17th. Hopefully, you're having an absolutely amazing day. My day has been like, uh, it's been kind of a crappy one because it's been wet and rainy outside. And like, so like, all the bees came out this Sunday. It, it was kind of weird how they, they all came out in like unison. Like, they decided, okay, Sunday, we're all going to show up. So, like, all the bees came out this Sunday, and they were throwing pollen around and shit. And, like, to the point where, like, this happens a lot uh, down here where we have a lot of, like, flowers and trees. So, like, you'll see, like, clouds of pollen, like, floating in the wind. It's kind of crazy. Like, there's so much pollen out here. Uh, But now it's, like, when it rains, all that pollen that's, like, on the cars, on the ground, all that stuff... It all drains to like, uh, like talk towards the drains and whatnot, and like into the cracks of like uh, the sidewalk and whatever. And so, like, all the roads and like the sidewalks just lined with yellow <laughs> from the pollen is crazy, man. Gotta keep that Benadryl on you because, like, yo, these allergies they act up. Uh, but in other news, allow me to tell you about this heresy that has happened to me. This is. This is nonsense. Okay, so remember how I said I got a, a speeding, a school zone violation, uh, like speeding in the school zone or whatever. But I was like really close to it, but because of camera and yada yada. Yeah, I've explained it before in the other episode. Okay, check this out. So yesterday, I got another fucking school zone violation in the mail. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How did this even happen? And so how it actually happened was... So where I had the first school zone violation, it was a fucking double school zone because like right next to the middle school was the elementary school. And so since I was technically speeding in like the at the beginning of the school zone, it counts for both fucking school zones. So I got two one hundred thirty dollar fucking tickets. That's wild. Like, <laughs> but it's so crazy. Like, oh, my goodness. Of course, the one time. I mess up with the school zones. This, this is where it happens. Like, what the fuck? That's 260 bucks, man. For not, like, that's so annoying. And, like, I can't even be mad because, like, I, I can only be disappointed in myself. This is on me. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, bro, it's just, it just sucks. It just sucks. What else? What anything else that I wanted to talk about? Oh, yes. There was one other thing I wanted to say at the beginning. Okay. So, today... Uh, I was doing a pickup from Burger King, right? And so I was like, go inside, uh, ask for the order, all that good jazz. So I go inside, right? And uh, I tell them, like, there's so there two, like, women kind of at the front. And I told uh, one of them, she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm picking up an order for this person. She said, yeah, it's coming up. And then uh, the other person, the other female, like, started putting it in the bag. And so she comes up and puts the bag down on the counter in front of me. And she's like, here you go, sweetie art. And I was like, what What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like, I was shook for a second. And it wasn't necessarily what she said. It was how she said it. Because, I mean, like, I'm in the South. You know what I'm saying? Like, everyone, like, every older woman calls everyone sweetheart. That's just the South. <laughs> like, that's just uh, Southern hospitality. But it was the way she said it. Her voice sounded so fake and robotic. Like, it sounded like Siri. Like, <laughs> It was so weird. And like, even with the mask on, I know for a fact, you could see the visible confusion on my face. And so I was like, okay, thanks. Appreciate you. 
and I'm about to leave. And she's like, no problem. Wait, what happened? She said, she had no problem. Drive safe, sweetie heart. I was like, okay, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Like, how is, like, is anyone else hearing what the fuck I'm hearing? This is not normal. Like, <laughs> like this is not fucking normal. Like, this is weird as shit. It was also like, uncanny valley type shit, bro. Like, it was so weird. Because, like, her voice was just not normal. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It sounded like, it sounded like, how do I explain it? sounded like, uh. Like an, a, like an anime dub, you know what I'm saying? Like you're watching an anime and it's an English dub. And so they have like an American person who is trying to be like kind of Japanese. And so they get like really hype with it and shit. And it just sounds kind of weird and fake. Like, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. It was just so weird. It was so weird. And as I was walking out, another guy walked to the counter and uh, like asked for a straw or something like that. And she was just like, oh, of course. And I was like, yo, this bitch is fucking like... <laughs> Like, like she's not real. Like she, like she's she's clearly she's clearly AI. I don't know when Burger King started using such advanced levels of AI, but they gotta tweak the voice box on it because it's a little bit fucking weird. <laughs> Bro, it was the creepiest shit, man. It was the creepiest interaction I have ever had with another human being. Assuming she's even a human being, I don't know. Cause like, oh man, that shit was just weird. <laughs> okay, but on to the main episode. Uh, of today, the psychiatrist, a little suspenseful title, I guess, you know, a little spooky, I don't know, <laughs> uh, but this is talking about, like, so I, so I currently have a psychiatrist that I'm currently seeing, uh, before that, prior to that, my first time ever seeing a psychiatrist uh, was when I went to rehab, uh, so I got a psychiatrist in there, I had a psychiatrist and a therapist, and I saw my therapist, like, I think it was like every day of the week or something like that, like, we had group therapy, like, every day, Monday through th th Thursday, Monday through Friday, I think, something like that, and then, like, yeah, like, a one-on-one -on -one meeting with your therapist, like, every once in a while, I guess, something like that, uh, but the psychiatrist, like, I only saw him, like, three times, I think, when I was there, uh, it was, like, the first time when I first got there, uh, then, like, halfway through my time there, I saw him again to, like, reevaluate the meds that, or, like, the dosage of the meds he was giving me or whatever, and then I saw him, like, the day before I left, and that was it. And like each of these meetings was like like a two minute long meeting. It was kind of weird. <laughs> like uh, I was I was kind of like how, I'm not sure how you could properly evaluate uh, what I need in like two minutes. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's kind of weird, but okay, whatever. And honestly, the meds like in rehab never really worked for me. Like, they kind of sucked because like also they they can't give you uh, like any meds that like could possibly be addictive or is like sold on the street. So, like, you're not going to get, like, uh, any, like, Adderall or, I don't know, Xanax, I guess. Like, stuff like that. You're not going to get any of that stuff. They'll give you, like, low-key kind of off-brand shit, but, like, non-addictive uh, stuff. But, yeah, my meds fucking sucked. <laughs> they didn't do anything for me. They really didn't. And, like, when I got out of rehab, uh, I didn't even get a psychiatrist when I got out my first, uh, when I was staying in Florida. But I was assigned, uh, like, a therapist. And he fucking sucked. Like, <laughs> This dude fucking sucked. Like, it was terrible. I hated going to it. So, like, eventually I just stopped going. And, like, uh, where I was staying, like, the sober living, like, you had to be going uh, to therapy. And so I would just lie and say that I went. But, like, uh, like when I was supposed to be at therapy, I would, uh, like, so, like, I didn't have a car, so I had to get a ride there. And so they would take us there. And then, like, instead of going to therapy, I would just walk out of the building. <laughs> and I would uh, go to the gas station, get some food, do whatever. And then walk back when it was time for uh, for me to leave so they can pick me up. 
Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. My therapist, that dude, he's fucking sucked. Uh, and yeah, I stopped taking my meds too. Like once I got out, like because like they didn't do anything. So what's the point of taking them in the first place? Like I don't know. Like all that stuff was just like it was just fucking stupid to me. Like the way the way it just was done in Florida, like the way it was just done like uh, through the system I was in, just kind of fucking sucked. Like it was just yeah, <laughs> it just sucked. Uh, but, but like after a couple of months of after I came back home, so like around August September ish of 2019. Uh, my mom made me go see uh, a psychiatrist, like, here, uh, like, after I had, like, relapsed, like, the second fucking time. Like, I'm going to be counting as a relapse. Like, did I ever even, like, stop? I took, like, semi-sabbaticals. <laughs> like, I stopped for a couple of weeks and then, like, hopped back on it. So, like, is that even a relapse or just a sabbatical? Like, I was I ever even technically sober? I don't know. Whatever. But, yeah, I had, uh, she made me go see a psychiatrist. And, uh, like, I didn't really want to do that at all, I was kind of hesitant to it, because of, like, how it went down in Florida, and, like, it just seemed like a waste of time, uh, like, it was gonna be the same way it was there, like, there's no point in us doing it, uh, but now, like, uh, I still went to the first meeting, and, uh, she was pretty cool, honestly, she was pretty chill, like, uh, she was, like, kind of like an older woman, or she's a doctor, so I guess when you have your doctor, you're pretty much, I mean, technically, you don't have to be old to have your doctorate. My dad got a PhD. How old was he when he did it? He did. It, he got it when he was, uh, fi- I think, 52, 53, I think. That's semi. And I would say my psychiatrist is around that age. Yeah. It's my dad. Well, my dad, well, he's not 52 anymore. He's in his 60s now. But I don't think he's that old. Okay, we're getting off topic. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Uh, but she was, like, super nice and, like, super, I don't know, like, understanding, I guess. Like, she listened. Like, that's, like, what didn't happen in, the, in Florida. Like, no one actually listened to anything that I actually fucking said. Like, they just kind of, like, you know, did their thing. Uh, like, she listened. Like, she let like she let me talk. And, like, she, you know, just, I don't know. It was just, it felt good, I guess, to actually talk. Because, like, I mean, like, I didn't really talk to my parents like that. Pers- like, I didn't talk to them about this stuff, obviously. I wasn't going to talk to them about, like, what's going on. <laughs> Which is kind of backwards. But at that time, that's just the way it was. Uh, so, like, I don't know, being able to talk to her, I guess, like, it was, I was, it was a change of pace, it was a change of pace, also, like, it felt good to tell someone, to, like, I don't know, get out of my head, I guess you can say, like, I don't know, talk about what was going on up there, because, like, I haven't going to talk, to, I didn't have anyone to talk to about that, so it was, like, I just stayed up there, you know what I mean, uh, and so, like, I don't know, getting it out, felt good, it felt good, uh, but then she also got me on, like, the correct meds, <laughs> So she prescribed, she prescribed me, like, uh, an antidepressant that, like, I pretty much stopped taking after the first month, because fuck antidepressant. No, no, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> uh, but the other thing she's prescribed me uh, was Vyvanse, and boy, was that shit a fucking game changer. Like, oh, man. <laughs> like, because, uh, like, when I was in rehab, they said I had ADHD, and they prescribed me some stuff. ADHD medicine, but obviously they weren't going to prescribe me like Adderall or Vyvanse because that's like, it could be sold in the street and it could be addictive or whatnot. Uh, but now in like a regular psychiatrist's office, like that's not the concern. <laughs> well, obviously she doesn't want me to like get hooked on anything like that, but you know, she, she knew what she was doing. And so, uh, she started me off with like uh, 10 milligrams and eventually moved up to 20, like after the first month or whatever. But man, dude, it was like a night and day difference. <laughs> like, like the way I explained it to my mom, uh, I was like, 
if you think of if you think of your brain, right, like an engine, right, like a regular car engine, right, let's just say like a like a V six engine, okay, and so like uh, that means there's six cylinders, six pistons, and so there's a firing order that like every engine has, a specific to that engine. It could be like one, four, two, whatever. It's any order. That's specific, the specific firing order uh, for that engine, and it's that way because that is in that firing order. When they fire in that order, is the the engine is running at its most efficient. Uh, yeah, it's at its most efficient. There you go. <laughs> at the highest level of efficiency. Uh, if the firing order uh, ever gets messed up and a piston begins to fire uh, out of order, which is a misfire, then your engine will still run mostly, but it won't be efficient. It'll just be like guzzling gas. It just won't be working well, right? So apply that to the brain. So like before Vivance, it was like my, my, my brain was like a bunch of misfires. It was just everything was just going off whenever it wanted to. It, it was just not, it was not an efficient way of running a brain, I guess. <laughs> but then after the Vivance, it was like a well-oiled machine. Like every piston was now firing in the correct order at the perfect time. It was like, bro, it was fucking unstoppable. <laughs> like uh, it, it, it was a big game changer, man, for real. And like it really helped with school as well. Because uh, like now I was able to like focus in school and like get my shit done and do homework and do all like good jazz. I was back to peak efficiency. Peak efficiency, John. It was different, man. It was it was like the Limitless pill. Have you ever seen the, uh, the Limitless movie? It was like that, bro. It was literally like that. It was awesome. <laughs> no, but actually, so like, interesting thing about that. So like the last time I talked to my therapist uh, was like early quarantine last year, like early March over video call. And that was when I got my last prescription of uh, the Vyvanse. And so after two months, like I ran out and then I just never set another appointment with therapy. I just kept like procrastinating and pushing it off. Uh, but then I, uh, did have another appointment with her last month, like February. It was like, uh, my first time meeting with her since quarantine. And so then of course I got my, pres- uh, prescribed again, she gave like my prescription to go pick it up. But then this time, so twenties, it's bumped me up to thirties and, uh, dude, like I've been unstoppable for like the last month. <laughs> like, uh, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I forgot how, like, how much this helped me out. Like, after being off it for so long, like, I don't know, I forgot how great, like, it's like, it's not like, like, I'm addicted to it by any means. Like, I don't take it, like, every single day. I don't take it on weekends, because, like, you know, if my, my weekends are my time off, gotta relax, let the brain relax a little bit. But, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's just, the, it's such a night and day difference from when, like, I wasn't on it to when I am on it. Like, how much shit I can, I just have to tell better I am. <laughs> I just I'm just a more efficient human being. Uh, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> uh, but the other thing uh, she really helped me out with was kind of like I don't know, it's like like organizing everything that was going on in my brain. I guess like just giving me better ways to cope with it uh, instead of just like using drugs to you know silence everything and you know that way. Uh, so like you know she's like writing about it, like writing stuff down and just getting it out. And, you know, just, like, organizing things, like, trying to trying to handle it in a better way and cope with it so it's no longer, like, a burden, right? It's just something that I have and I can live with. Uh, it, it, it helped. It definitely helped. I mean, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I handled it in the way she wanted me to handle it. Like, I think what she wanted me to do was get to the point where I could, like, ignore it. Uh, but my approach instead was just, like... I don't know, come to terms with it, I guess. And so like coexist 
with everything and with everyone. We all coexist. <laughs> and so it's like, it's better in the fact that like, I have, I don't have episodes that much or really really I haven't, I haven't had like a really bad episode in a minute. Uh, and like, I, I, I attribute that to like, I don't know, because everything's balanced now. We're in harmony. We're, we're all, we're all okay. <laughs> there, there is, there is no more struggle. So it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but yes, uh, I, it, it did help. It did, it did make things better. And so, you know, I could attribute that, uh, to my psychiatrist. I do, I do like, uh, I do appreciate her for like all the stuff, uh, that she's done for me. And like, I don't know, she, she's helped out. She's helped out. Like, oh, oh, big, big achievement actually on that note of mental stuff, big achievement yesterday. <laughs> it was not, it may not sound like that big of achievement, but it, it's an achievement. It'll allow me to explain. Okay, so I have these pairs of Vans, right? Uh, a pair of Vans that have like Winnie the Pooh on them, right? Like in a bunch of different like poses all over the Vans. And uh, these are like, I've had, these are like my, yeah, I think these are the second pair of Vans I ever bought. This is before I even knew like what I was getting into. <laughs> When it came to Vans, and the crazy thing too is like these, this pair of Vans, particularly, like they go for like I think four or five hundred bucks now because like they're pretty. Uh, I think they're kind of pretty limited edition. But like in my size, like I have really big feet, so mine are in size twelve. They didn't make a lot in like uh, big men's sizes. So like in my size, like these things go for like seven fifty, eight hundred. Like it's crazy. But like I bought it when it came out, like on release, like from the Vans store. I didn't know what I was doing, but I bought it because I thought they were cool. And it's like all Vans are priced like the exact same. Uh, like when they get released, it's like, I'm not going to go into detail about it, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and so I bought them. They're like 60 bucks. And then now, dude, yeah, they're worth like seven, 800. I'm never going to sell them though. I freaking love them so much and they're rare. It's pretty dope. Okay. But the point of uh, me getting into that is, so like, I have this really weird uh, rule like that. I hold myself. Like, it's, it's strange. It's like, I never untie my shoes. Right. It's like when I buy uh, a new pair of shoes, most likely a new pair of Vans, uh, it's like when I get them, they're usually untied in the box and got to lace them up. And then once I tie it after that first time, I never untie them again, like ever. Uh, and I, I really can't explain like why, <laughs> why, like, why I'm like that or why that's a thing for me. But it's like, I just, yeah, I just don't untie them. Okay. This is bad. If I if you just don't untie the shoes. Okay. That's the point. Uh, and so... In 2016, my freshman year of college, oh, my mom is calling me. Perfect timing. Okay, so freshman year of college, uh, it was like later in the year, maybe October, I think, October, November when this happened. Uh, so I went to a party uh, with some of my friends, and I wore those shoes, the Winnie the Pooh shoes, right? And uh, it's like, I got like really fucking drunk, really hammered. You know how it is when you're a freshman. <laughs> but yeah, I got like really, really drunk. And so... Uh, when we got back to the dorm, uh, my friend, she had to like, help me, like, pretty much like, carry me to my room, like, support me to my room. Uh, and so, like, when we got to my room, uh, there was a couple of friends with me, too. Uh, we get in there, they get me onto my bed, and then she was taking, trying to take my shoes off so I can, like, go to sleep. And so she untied my shoes to take them off. And, like, when I realized that, I fucking lost it. Like, <laughs> And I wasn't, like, yelling at her or anything like that. It was just, like, a mental breakdown. I think part of it was just because, like, I also was drunk. So, I, I don't know. Like, the, my mind was not not having it. But, yeah, it was, like, a, yeah, like a mental breakdown, essentially. 
uh, and like, I mean, I calmed down and went to bed and whatnot. Uh, but I never wore those shoes again till yesterday. So five years. Yeah. Never wore those shoes. Never tied them again either. Just like I took them like with me whenever I went places, like when I was moving around and whatnot. But I just never wore them with them untied. Uh, just sitting there. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what it was about tomorrow. I was feeling good. I was feeling it. And uh, I don't know. It was like a, a ceremonious moment to welcome back uh, the Winnie the Pooh shoes back into the family. I like those shoes a lot. Uh, but yeah. Like, I know it seems kind of small, I guess. But like, for me, it was a big deal to do that. Because like, honestly, I thought like I was honestly never going to wear those shoes again. Like, ever. Uh, but yeah, I guess like now I was like, I don't know. They want to get over it now. Or come to terms with it. They've been redeemed. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, uh, point of this episode, I guess, one, talking about my psychiatrist, but two, hey, if you ever need uh, help, someone to talk to, or you think someone you know needs someone to talk to or help in that aspect, yeah, find a psychiatrist to, uh, to talk to you. I do research on them to make sure they're good and like have good reviews and all that good stuff, uh, but yeah, it definitely helps. It, definitely helps. It's, it may be weird at first, uh, but yeah, once you get comfortable with them, you, when you find the right psychiatrist and you get comfortable with them, you'll be able to like open up and it helps out. It helps out a lot. So yeah, don't be ashamed about it or embarrassed about it. Everyone, everyone needs, everyone needs a, a little help sometimes. Everyone needs someone to talk to. Not everyone has someone they can talk to. So, you know, it's good to go and find someone. Yeah. <laughs> but if you like this episode... I like this podcast, I like what I'm doing here. Give it a like, give it a follow, get a rating, all that good jazz. So let me know uh, that you like it. Of course, if you do like it, share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things. You want to be a good friend, give your friend a good thing. Actually, talking about sharing stuff. So like, uh, I looked at my podcast on uh, on Spotify, and I realized that it's categorized under philosophy. Because if you remember, like my the first tester kind of podcast that I had was Modern Philosophy, so it's categorized under philosophy when I created it, uh, on, and it's being hosted on Anchor, right? And so when I essentially rebranded, I guess, the podcast, I didn't create a new account or anything like that. I just, like, redid what I already had. And I changed the category and all that stuff, like, on Anchor. But, like, I guess just doesn't update on Spotify. So now I podcast, like, under philosophy, which I'm pretty sure probably isn't helpful uh, with, you know, discovery and whatnot. So, yeah, you know, if you want to share with your friends, go ahead and share with your friends. would love that, love that, uh, the extra assistance. Uh, yeah, if you want to follow me on social media, at Garlotta Hat on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, 8 a.m. every single day without fail. It is starting to rain really hard outside. I need to go to Walmart. That is sad. Whatever. But, yes, every single day. Uh, I hope you have an uh, absolutely amazing day. Hopefully, it's not raining where you're at. Stay dry. Stay moist. <laughs> no, moist is a weird word. Okay. I apologize for saying that word. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.